always thought-provoking and informative. Forget the spin and media bias from the left and right. We know you are sick and tired of being told what to think, how to act, and what you can and can't do. Direct from the Ustream It Broadcast Network, it's time for another edition of the last Christian newscast and radio show with your hosts, J.D. Williams and T.L. Farley. Real news and biblical common sense analysis starts in three, two, one. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the last Christian newscast and radio show. We certainly do appreciate you joining us here. My name is J.D. Williams here in East Texas, and I'm joined there in the Dallas and Fort Worth area by my co-host, my friend, my brother in Christ, Mr. T.L. Terry Farley. How's the things going out there today, Terry? Going pretty good, Joel. Uh, looking forward. My son's going to be preaching tonight. So I I'm heard that. Go. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, I, one of these days, I'm going to have to listen to, to um Absolutely. You know, because, you know, I mean, I've heard Daniel, you know. But, mm-hmm. um, okay. And for the life of me, right now, his name just escaped me. I don't, don't know why. Samuel. I Samuel. Sam. Yeah, Sam. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I have never heard him uh, teach or preach. Mm-hmm. So one of these days, I'll okay. love to hear maybe you can record one for me. You know, that would work. Yeah, um, absolutely. Anyway, today, here's what we're going to do. We're going to be talking about Matthew 24. There's a lot of people, mm-hmm. I believe, and I believe that I was one of them, that mm-hmm. had the wrong impression of Matthew uh, 24. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I'm not talking about interpretation here, Terry. I'm okay. talking about perspective. Okay? Uh-huh. Now, I want you to think about that for just a second. Because what okay. you have to realize is that who, uh, who was this Bible actually written for? Mm-hmm. Who was it actually written for? Okay, Mm -hmm. it was written for the Jewish nation. It was written from Mm -hmm. the perspective of Mm -hmm. Israel. So I believe Mm -hmm. that everybody that looks at this, you know, um, looks at it from the perspective of the United States, the perspective of China, um, Mm -hmm. even the perspective of, uh, let's say, Iran. They're all Mm -hmm. uh, they're all wrong. Uh, mm-hmm. In my opinion, now this is my opinion, mm-hmm. strictly my opinion, mm-hmm. okay? But mm-hmm. I believe that we are looking at Matthew 24 from the wrong perspective, and mm-hmm. we need to look at it from the perspective of Israel. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what we're going to do today, or what I intend to do today. And if you've got a, a different, um, you know, a different way of looking things, speak up. Mm-hmm. Let me know. There, there's nothing. There's nothing wrong with that whatsoever. And okay. that goes let me, for let me throw this everybody. in. Sure, absolutely. Let me throw this in real quick then. Sure. Um, we don't know who is is using what perspective, um, but this is the perspective you are going to be presenting today is right. a realignment of your perspective in terms of focusing, as as I understand it, totally from the from Israel. Right. So right. And well, okay. you know, and we'll get into it more and more as because we go there on. may be other people. Sure, there may be other people around the planet that are right and going. Oh, finally, yeah, I'm with him. That's the way I look at it. See what I mean? <laughs> yeah. so you anyway. never know. You never know. So yeah, that's you know, right. Anyway, I want to get into it today and see because I mm-hmm. think that uh, looking at it from a perspective of Israel mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. does bring a lot of things to. Um, 
in perspective oh, yes. for me oh, yes. personally. And I think that mm-hmm. it might for a lot of people that yes. are listening to the newscast today. Mm-hmm. So um, anyway, that's that's kind of what the plan is. Um, mm-hmm. Now, of course, we're going to start off, uh, as we always do, with a lot of news, news items. And mm-hmm. actually, there's not a whole lot of them out there. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, one thing that I am going to do, and this is going to be like right off the top today, is mm-hmm. that I am going to bring in some breaking news. And this okay. is this is kind of sad because yeah. uh, today is Holocaust Remembrance Day. Yeah. And, you know, that mm-hmm. is a, it's a big thing, not only for the Jewish nation of Israel, but for Christians worldwide, and I believe for citizens across the globe. I really do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason that I mention it is because there was an L. Al pilot today. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, for those of you who don't know who L. Al is, that is the official airline of Israel. Mm-hmm. And this pilot on a flight to New York said that the atrocities like the Holocaust can only happen in a dictatorship. Now, what he is talking about here is the Netanyahu government and their changes or proposed changes to the legal system in Israel. Now remember, now this is a Jew. This is a pilot of mm-hmm. the official airline of Israel, El Al. Mm-hmm. And he, um, again, said that, um, you know, he, he was comparing Israel right now to the Holocaust. Mm-hmm. Now, El Al has already replied well i guess i should read you what what the pilot actually said yeah um he said in english reminding us reminding all of us that things like holocaust are potentially to be occurring in a dictatorship and we are fighting in israel to remain a democratic country thank you and have a nice flight and again the reference prior to that was to the legal situation going on that has driven thousands to the streets in Tel Aviv. Mm -hmm. Now then, the transportation minister, uh, Miri Regevev, condemned the pilot's use of the position to deliver a political message to his passengers on Holocaust Remembrance Day. He said, time after time, the pilots behave as if they run the country. This situation cannot continue. Something bad is happening there, and after the minister spoke with the company's management, she expects the company to act accordingly and respect being the national carrier. Maybe the flights, the flight paths are clear, but apparently the direction of the company is becoming lost. Now, Mm -hmm. El Al then released a statement. They were (laughs) apologizing for the incident, and they said the El Al Mm -hmm. company condemns political statements of any kind by any of its employees as part of their work, and especially on its planes, which cannot be a platform for this type of activity. The company orders its employees to avoid this, especially on such a sensitive and significant day for the people of Israel. This exceptional case 
which does not reflect the people and values of the company, will be thoroughly examined by the company's senior officials. Hmm. Um, El Al is the airline that carries the Israeli flag on the tail of its plane and as such reflects the entire mosaic of Israel. Pretty, uh, pretty good statement there. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also noted that the pilot, and his last name is Ginsburg, Ginsburg mm-hmm. apologized for his comments after it became clear that he faced suspension or termination from the airline for his actions, saying that he did not mean to cause any offense. I don't know why he opened mm-hmm. his mouth in the first place. Total, I mean, there's mm-hmm. no, re- no reason mm-hmm. for that kind of stuff. You know, and as a former mm-hmm. person in the former member of the uh, transportation industry, former employee of American Airlines, I can tell you, American mm-hmm. wouldn't have put up with that. Mm-hmm. No way. You know, you're mm-hmm. you're supposed to keep it professional, and he definitely <laughs> did not keep it professional. You're supposed to be flying the plane. Yeah, yeah. Just worry about flying the plane. You got enough responsibility. You don't have to train. What happens? Have to... <laughs> what happens when you get really hot about some political? You know, I mean, isn't that one plane that disappeared? The guy flying it was upset with his country or something. Yeah, I mean, you know. Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Now, uh, real quick. Um, I'm going to put a tease up here for Matthew yeah. 24 today. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. This is just, just to kind of give you guys an idea where we're going here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, got to take the breaking news off of here where y'all can see it for those of you yeah. watching this thing in visual form. Okay. Yeah. Now the signs of the times and the end of the age, this comes from the new King James version. And mm-hmm. this is Matthew uh, chapter 24 verses one through three. And it says, Mm -hmm. now, as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately saying, tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Okay, here's the only things that I'm going to point out in this particular in this particular Mm -hmm. scripture to kind of give you an idea of where we're going. Mm -hmm. Okay, first of all, it said that he came, uh, he sat down on the Mount of Olives the disciples came to him privately. In other words, this is not something that was told to the whole, to that whole um, mass of people that he had just preached to, but he was speaking mm-hmm. privately to his disciples only, all of which were mm-hmm. Jews, okay? Mm-hmm. All of which were yeah. Jews, and all of mm-hmm. which would have been very familiar with the Torah, of course, mm-hmm. but they would have had a completely Jewish perspective, just mm-hmm. perspective. So remember, mm-hmm. he's talking, he is talking only to Jews. Mm-hmm. That's it, just the mm-hmm. Jews. So um, this, in my opinion, means mm-hmm. that he was taking them, he was giving them his uh, teaching from the perspective of the Jews and of Israel. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. everything else that follows follows that mm-hmm. would have come, it would have meant from that perspective. Again, that is my personal opinion. Okay? Mm-hmm. And we'll get into that later. And Terry, I'm sure you'll have a lot of comment on that too. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, uh, let's get some stuff out of the way, and then we'll yeah. then we'll then we'll get into it. Um, mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, even before we do that, a uh, couple of quick things. Make a very very quick announcement here. Effective May the second, 
This show will now be carried on all of the networks that are affiliated with us for the full hour. So there won't be any more of this. Well, if you missed it in the first half, then go to www.lastchristian.net. You won't have to do that because you're going to every station is going to have access to the entire show. And let me tell you what the catalyst was for that. I'm giving another radio state or one of our radio stations a plug here. Um, but uh, Pastor Bob Thibodeau, who is uh, he leads uh, Evangelism Radio, which is the number one. It is the biggest direct broadcast, internet, whatever you want to call it, uh, radio station in the world for Christian talk radio. And he has agreed to carry the show. He's only carried half of it up until now. We just got, came mm-hmm. out of negotiations on this stuff, and um, we are now going to be uh, one hour on Evangelism Radio beginning May 2nd, and so will everybody else. That brings everything in perspective. Mm-hmm. Now, Terry, I'm going to give you your two minutes because we're going to be rolling after this, okay? Uh-huh. So are you okay. ready, sir? Because I am you, ready. you are up right now. Okay, and I apologize, my systems are slow. Here we go. Welcome to the last Christian call, engaging the sword today. The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, is our defensive and offensive weapon in this spiritual war. When witnessing to a woman years ago in a discussion ranging from personal beliefs to practices taught for the Christian walk, the lady, startled by the truth of the Bible, challenged me with the statement, you use the Bible like a sword. As a young Christian, I was startled by her response, struck dumb by the perfection of her understanding, though she was unaware of how perfect was her claim that the Bible is, in fact, God's sword to all who follow him. Let's listen to Paul in Titus 2 as he broadens the instructions to specific Christian groups and the clarity of conduct given to each age and group of believers. Titus 2, verses 1 through 13, emphasizing the anticipation of Jesus' shout as our impetus for all actions. But speak you the things which become sound doctrine, that the aged men be sober, grave, temperate, sound in faith and charity and patience, the aged women likewise, <clears throat> that they be in beha- uh, behavior as become holiness, not false accusers, not given to much wine, teachers of good things, that they may teach the young women to be sober, to love their husbands, to love their children, to be discreet, chaste, keepers at home, good, obedient to their own husbands, that the word of God be not blasphemed. Young men likewise exhort to be sober-minded, Uh, In all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works, in doctrine showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned. I got to cut you off right there, and uh, absolutely, we will come back to you in the second half of the Last Christian newscast and radio show. Okay, Okay. I do want to get a couple of news items out of the way here, real quick, and uh, then we're Mm going to move on to a complete discussion of Matthew. Chapter number 24, and I believe it's verses mm-hmm. 1 through, uh, let me see where we cut this off, 1 one through 14. So if for those mm-hmm. of you who would like to grab a Bible and follow along with us, it is going to be a discussion. Matthew 24, and that's verses 
1 through 14 will be coming up. Okay, here are the news items we'd like to run, and just kind of kind of run through these pretty quick and comment on them a little bit. And then yeah. on. Here we go. As a new election season begins, the Republican Party is struggling to navigate the politics of abortion. Allies for leading presidential candidates concede that their hardline anti-abortion policies may be popular with the conservatives who decide primary elections, but they could ultimately alienate the broader set of voters they need to win the presidency. The conflict is unfolding across America this week, but nowhere more than Florida, where Republican Governor Ron DeSantis signed into law one of the nation's toughest abortion bans late Thursday. Clara Hudson reporting. Okay, I don't care uh, whether or not anybody gets offended if um, if the GOP takes a strong position on being pro-life. I have no, no problem with that. Okay, scream, holler, do whatever you want to. That's our opinion that we believe yeah. that that's, that's true. And biblically speaking, we know it's a fact. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, again, if somebody doesn't want to stand up and say that they are pro-life, then believe me, I'm going to stand up and say, I'm not going to vote for you. Yeah. Okay? I mean, it's, right. it's really yeah. that simple. Okay. So I believe yeah. that Christians should take a stance. And now how you feel about that issue, that's between you and God. But I can tell you what yeah. the Bible says about it. And if you if yeah. you don't understand it, then you probably haven't read the Bible enough, so you probably need to pick one up and read it. Mm-hmm. That, that is really Amen. all I got to say on that. Now, here mm-hmm. is, this, this one is kind of shocking. Listen to this real carefully. Two men have been arrested on charges that they helped establish a secret police outpost in New York City on behalf of the Chinese government, the Justice Department wow. said Monday. Officials separately announced charges against more than three dozen members of China's national police, accusing them of creating and using fake social media accounts to locate and harass dissidents in the United States. Guy Davis reporting. Now that's scary. Okay. But but then again, it really shouldn't be all that surprising because there are also um, in certain parts of the country, I believe it's a Minnesota maybe that has the mm-hmm. most of them. Uh, and I'm talking about uh, Islamic uh, forces mm-hmm. or police uh, mm-hmm. within the society and mm-hmm. uh, Sharia law. You remember all that stuff? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, sure. it, there used to be a lot of stuff in the media about Sharia law, and I haven't heard anything about yeah. it since Donald Trump yeah. took office. Nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's like yeah. it went away or something, and you know it didn't. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. out there somewhere, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. I've got. I've seen cars here in Dallas uh, with that kind of nomenclature on the sides of the cars. So That's I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that alone. That's, you know, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm totally against it. I'm against uh, I'm against this, uh, you know, Sharia law stuff. And I'm mm-hmm. also just as against the Chinese coming over here and doing their own police force in New York mm-hmm. City. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm or anyone that. else or yeah. anyone else starting their own police brigade. Absolutely. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Now, uh, this one, I've got um, a couple of different reports. It's the same guy. Okay. I get them every day. He does a spotlight. Okay, and he focused. He began a focus yesterday that I listened to. So I've got it, and then I've got today's version because of the fact it's on the same topic. So anyway, we're going to roll these back to back, and then you'll get an idea of what we're talking about. But this has to do with that intelligence leak that we were talking Mm -hmm. about all last week. Just listen to this. 
Mm-hmm. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, looking in more detail today and tomorrow at some of the implications of the recent leaks of US government secrets in a video game chat room, allegedly by a 21-year-old serving member of the US Air Force National Guard. Jack Tashira appeared in a Boston court on Friday, facing two charges relating to what prosecutors say was the planned deliberate leak of the nation's secrets, some of them intelligence assessment that were written only within the last few weeks relating to the war in Ukraine. The bombshell public disclosures caused panic within Washington's corridors of power. Counter-terrorism expert Malcolm Nance, who was a cryptologist for the US Navy, says a younger generation of analysts with security clearances don't understand the responsibilities placed in their hands. You swear an oath about, you know, to your nation to protect the secrets. Mm. But I think in the modern, fast-moving world, where everything's on social media, you know, that they are more interested in how their social circle is. He was disaffected. He was a loner. He was ideologically to the right. And, you know, he believed in Donald Trump's call for supporting Russia over Ukraine. But more importantly, he's just doing it to show he can do it. Tomorrow, as America reviews who gets access to the country's secrets, is the Pentagon classifying too much intelligence material? With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Okay, now the only thing that I would really battle him about there had to do with you know mm-hmm. being a supporter of Donald Trump and that and mm-hmm. that Donald Trump supports Russia. Mm-hmm. Okay, those mm-hmm. are those are two things that are simply not true. Okay, I mean mm-hmm. he may support Donald Trump. I don't know. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't know what his political affiliation is, mm-hmm. uh, but I can tell you Donald Trump does not support Russia. Okay, Donald Trump supports the United States of America. Okay, that's who Donald Trump supports. Okay, Mm -hmm. so for him to put a spin on that, that's fake news. Okay, and And as a member of the U.S. Press Association, I -hmm. call him out for reporting fake Mm -hmm. news. Okay. As an American citizen, yeah, as an American citizen giving his opinion, I don't like the fact that it was the right that he emphasized. Uh, what would have happened if that kid had been on the left? What would have been said? And, okay. and that's, you know, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's fine. All right, then um, this was today's version. Same thing. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks, with more today on the recent leaks of U.S. intelligence material, allegedly by a 21-year-old serving member of the U.S. Air Force National Guard. The documents he allegedly released to a group of friends in a video game chat room related mostly to the war in Ukraine. They revealed that America doesn't believe Kiev will regain much ground militarily this spring, that Washington has been bugging the President of South Korea and the Secretary-General of the United Nations and also gathering intelligence on Egypt's secret plan to provide munitions to the Russians. But as the US reviews who gets access to the country's intelligence, some analysts are calling for a broader review of the number of people with clearances and the number of documents the US classifies. Counterterrorism analyst Malcolm Nance. Virtually everyone in the US armed forces got a confidential or secret level clearance. They classified virtually every normal thing that that the army does they really didn't need to do that and i think what we're going to have to do is cleanse this whole access to top secret information 
If you really are not going to Ukraine, Air National Guard squadrons, I don't care if you're flying the F-35 fighter, mm. you don't have any need to know about what's going on in Asia Pacific if you're not deploying to the Asia Pacific region. With thousands of people able to access intelligence, the latest leak may not be the last set of American documents to end up in the public domain. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. Okay, so, um, you know, need-to-know basis. I've heard that all my life. And, you know, yeah. if, uh, again, I feel like that this, this kid, he's 21 years old. I feel like he's been, mm -hmm. he's a scapegoat. I really do. Uh, and, yeah, um, I anyway, too. I mean, if they're really, if they're giving everybody in the world access to it, then what's the point of having any top secret material that just makes no sense yeah. whatsoever. Right. That's right. And That's right. now yeah. when you heard in that report, they said that, that the United States was bugging the South Korean mm -hmm. president, they're not talking mm -hmm. about, okay, you need to do this, you need to do this, you need to do this. No, that's not what he's talking yeah. about. He's talking about yeah. taping him. He's talking about uh, mm -hmm. tapping his phones and getting the information from mm -hmm. them in secret. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's what mm -hmm. he was talking about. And if you don't mm -hmm. think that that infuriated South Korea, you need to think mm -hmm. again. Okay. Yeah. Now, one more thing here. Um, I'm really yeah. sorry for the folks that uh, only get the first half of the show right now because you're not you're going to miss most of our discussion on Matthew 24 simply because of time constraints. Thankfully, that's going to start changing on May the second. Um, anyway, yeah. um, but this is a report that I wanted to get out there in both in both parts of the show because it's important. The Church of England is considering abandoning Christianity. No, this isn't a joke. <laughs> the church no, and I'm, not England, I'm laughing for point to cry. Go ahead. The Church of England is considering abandoning Christianity. This is per the Washington Times. Okay, The Church of England mm -hmm. convey, conveyed a synoid this past week, a gathering of bishops, clergy, and lay people for the purpose of reviewing and possibly changing church doctrine. The result mm -hmm. of this particular gathering was that the National Assembly voted after two days of debate to let Anglican priests bless same-sex weddings and civil partnerships. The blessings will come despite the fact that gay and lesbian weddings will still be prohibited in the church. That makes a lot of sense, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, the biggest news story to come out of this church gathering was that some within the Church of England are calling for 2,000-year-old references to God as he, him, or father to be banished, instead using gender-neutral or female alternatives. The Bishop of Litchfield, Michael Iggrave, serving as vice chair of the church liturgical commission provided a reply that excited those seeking the change and hang on Terry I'm going to mute you for a second because that's just too much noise hold on okay so the bishop of Lishville um, Mitchell Engrave serving as vice chair of the church's liturgical commission provided a reply that excited those seeking the change we have been exploring the use of gendered language in relation to God for several years in collaboration with the Faith and Order Commission, after some dialogue between the two commissions in this area, a new joint project on gendered language will begin this spring. The story of Jesus Christ may be the best known and certainly the most read of any man to 
ever set foot on planet Earth. Christians believe Jesus was born to the ever-Virgin Mary, sometimes referred to as the Mother of God. She conceived Jesus through a miracle thanks to the Holy Spirit. While some doubters have questioned her virgin status, virtually nowhere in history has there been any credible debate that Mary was Jesus' mother. At no point has there been a serious discussion that Mary herself was God. With those two points understood, it seems illogical that Christians could take to referring to God as she or her. If one believes Jesus was the Son of God and that Mary was his mother and that she wasn't God, simple logic tells us God can't be referred to as she. And again, that is a report coming out of the Washington Times. Uh, what do you think about all that, Terry? Yeah, and it's, you yeah, can't even answer. All... I'm sorry, we're out of time. Believe it or not. Okay. For those of you that uh, don't get the uh, second half, we'll hopefully see you next time. For everybody else, we'll be right back. Attention podcasters, influencers, media personalities, content creators, and aspiring or existing radio personalities. KRRB Revelation Radio now offers the opportunity to broadcast or syndicate both new or existing shows to all 50 states and more than 160 countries around the world. And if you currently operate a radio station, we offer you the opportunity to add several popular shows in virtually every genre for broadcast on your station. Choose programming from 30 minutes to two hours with each internationally syndicated show adding quality content sure to grow your listening audience. We even have excellent optional services to help you promote your show or station. These services are not only designed for audio use on the radio, but also include tools for use on social media, even YouTube. For more information, visit www.revelationradio.net or email the Ustreamit LLC broadcast network at office at ustreamit.net today. And welcome back to the second half of the last Christian newscast and radio show. Again, my name is J.D. Williams here in beautiful East Texas, joined by my co-host there in Dallas, Mr. T.L. Terry Farley. And Terry, in the first half, I wasn't able to give you enough time. I mean, I, I looked and we, we had like, I think, eight, ten seconds left. And I, I called on you to make a comment and I had to shut you down before you even got a word out. OK, so I'm going to give you an opportunity now to, to talk about uh, about what what we just covered there uh, as far as this. <laughs> It's hard for me to even believe it when I look at it. Church of England considering abandoning yeah. Christianity. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, what was even what was for me was even a more important po a point was the discussion about Mary uh, being God or not or whatever. Right. And in fact, it's not it's not necessarily widely spread or known, uh, but uh, the Roman Catholics are actually up in the higher echelons are discussing uh, Mary as gaining the title of co-redemptrix. In other words, she would be the co-redeemer with Jesus. So you could pray to Jesus or you can pray to Mary. Well, I, and, I thought the Catholics uh, already saved. prayed to Mary. No, they do, but they they haven't um, clearly stated that she actually has the power to save you. Okay. But they're they're getting the but the, the term co redemptrix is what they're working with. Anyway, okay. so and it's not official yet, but well, it's not far is. from yeah. it. But that yeah. give, that gives you an example. Yeah. Well, the and, and it Church... is absurd. The English thing is absurd. Yeah. You know, they might as well open up a hamburger stand. 
<laughs> well, the uh, Catholic Church has, you know, they've strayed in a lot of areas as far as I'm concerned. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's, again, that's personal opinion. On, on my yeah on my sure part. sure um there uh, by the way there is nothing that says a catholic can't be saved absolutely no nothing. that's right you know yeah, that's as, right. as long as you accept jesus christ as your personal lord and savior you know then you're good that's right you know and uh, there's nothing that says you uh, if you're a baptist you're automatically saved either uh, so that's the truth let's yeah. let's get that on the books yeah or any other, or any other denomination, or right any now. other. Yeah. I, that's right. That's yeah. right. Trusting in Jesus and Jesus alone. Okay, anyway. so let's let's get back into this, and I, I don't know if I'm even going to run any more news or not. Kind of depends on on what um, how we how we do on this stuff. But uh, Matthew 24, and again, I'm going to put this back up on screen yet again. Matthew 24, um, verses one through three. Again, I said here that uh, from just reading it. And this is actually in uh, verse 3. Uh, it says, Now, mm-hmm. as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately, saying, Tell us, when will these things be, and what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? And again, my perception of this, Terry, and I'm going to let you comment on mm-hmm. it, my perception is that yeah. he's talking, he is talking to his disciples, all of them Jewish, all of mm-hmm. them living in Israel, okay? Mm-hmm. So, the perspective, in my opinion, is that mm-hmm. this is being spoken to the Jews and to the to Israel, and is taken from a perspective of a Jew in Israel. Do you mm-hmm. have any any comment? Yeah, on that? No, that's a, that's absolutely right. That does not uh, take away from the fact that Jesus prayed not only for the, the the disciples, but for everyone who would believe in Him through their word now uh, but going back to your point about israel and the focus absolutely he talks about the temple being destroyed mm-hmm. he's not talking about the temple in uh, boston or uh, chicago he's talking about the temple there in jerusalem yeah and so, i don't know i you know, honestly don't know why i left off those verses because that that's how that how no, that it, chapter starts it, because listen, you are 100 percent correct you know, yeah. it, 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 it goes, it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah. Yeah. When you hear something and, and you realize you didn't cover it, move on because the reality is we can tear this thing apart forever and, and we'll come back the next day, get more because it's eternal. The word of God is divine right. and it's eternal. You're always going to be seeing new perspectives. I'm right. sorry. Go ahead. No, that's fine. Uh, because you, you're you're talking about perspective, and that's exactly what I'm trying to mm-hmm. talk about today. And you look at mm-hmm. Matthew 24 verses four through eight. Uh, Terry, do you mm-hmm. can can you see that? Would you like to read that, or I do you can, want me to? Okay, go ahead. Okay, no, no, go ahead. And Jesus answered and said to them, "Take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled." For all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Okay, and again, um, every time that I have read that in my past, I look mm-hmm. at it from a perspective of being in texas in the united states of Mm -hmm. america and so Mm -hmm. i'm looking around the world from Mm -hmm. texas 
Okay. And mm-hmm. if you do that, in my opinion, you come up with mm-hmm. a completely different perspective of how things are going mm-hmm. than mm-hmm. if you place yourself in the city of Jerusalem, Israel. Mm-hmm. Because if you mm-hmm. place your if, if you put yourself in Jerusalem, Israel, it it is it's easier to understand, in my opinion, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, take heed that no one deceives you, for many will come mm-hmm. in my name saying, I am the Christ and will deceive many. Uh, now, I think that pretty much applies to the entire world, but mm-hmm. uh, Israel, mm-hmm. for sure, Israel has had uh, many experiences with people coming and saying that they are the Christ. And I'm going to mm-hmm. mention one uh, which I have to put my commentary sign up for if I can find my commentary. Well, I don't even have it, so I'll just mm-hmm. put it. To, I'll put it to you this way. Yeah. This is my opinion. Okay, mm-hmm. Muhammad yeah. considered himself mm-hmm. to be the Messiah. Okay, mm-hmm. so yes, he did. Um, that is one of, not the only, but one mm-hmm. of the mm-hmm. false prophets. That come yeah. again according and, and to I Christianity. Cannot, I, that's right. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but there's a rabbi that died just a few years ago, and uh, he was considered by many uh, in Israel mm-hmm. to be the Messiah. Right. And uh, he, in fact, supposedly left a note that he was not to be opened until after he died. And in it, he supposedly said, and again, uh, I'd have to get all the facts to make it a, a, a statement. Uh, but he he said that uh, he believed he had finally come to the realization that Jesus was the Messiah. Okay. But anyway, well, I don't have any idea about that because I got no supporting uh, information. No, on no, it. So I'm, I'm, I'll just leave. I got that. you. I'm gonna but leave there that are one people alone. that will hear it that will understand. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, okay. go ahead. All right. Now, then, in verse six, it says, "And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars." Okay. Well, if you look at that from a Jewish perspective, not from a, mm-hmm. a perspective of the United States, then mm-hmm. you you can you can understand how this would be more uh, something that would be more obvious to the citizens mm-hmm. of Israel than it is to anywhere mm-hmm. else. Okay. So mm-hmm. they are hearing these rumors and if you go to Ezekiel chapter thirty eight, uh, Ezekiel mm-hmm. chapter thirty nine, and you hear about mm-hmm. the coalition that's coming together, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. well, that's rumors of wars. Okay, yeah. uh, no doubt about it. And it's mm-hmm. rumors of wars from the north, south, east, and west of Israel, which is more significant mm-hmm. than it's ever been in the history mm-hmm. of time. So we're not talking mm-hmm. about World War II. You're not talking mm-hmm. about the Vietnam mm-hmm. War. You're not talking about the Civil War in the United States or in Russia or in China or, or mm-hmm. anywhere else. Mm-hmm. You are talking about wars and rumors of wars in the Middle East and specifically in and around Israel. That mm-hmm. is my, that, that is a perspective I'm taking. You have a comment mm-hmm. on that, Terry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, certainly. And, and I have no argument with what you're saying. Again, the Bible goes deep. There are a lot of different layers. But you can imagine the excitement of people around the world when they hear about these various wars and rumors of wars, etc., uh, because they are thinking of Jesus, they are thinking of his words, they are thinking of Jerusalem. And so even though they're not there, they are nonetheless very much in the word. And so they also are being encouraged that his word is true. I agree with that. But again, mm-hmm. if you're in Japan, okay, mm-hmm. 
um, then your perspective of wars and rumors of wars is much different mm -hmm. than mm -hmm. if you were taking the perspective of someone mm -hmm. that is living in Jerusalem. Mm -hmm. uh, for instance, in uh, the 1960s, 1970s, when the United States was involved mm -hmm. in Vietnam, you know, it wasn't mm -hmm. ever declared. It wasn't ever a declared war, right? It was a no. It was not action. Okay, that's right. But people in Israel would have had a completely different perspective of what's mm -hmm. going on with that war than we did here in the United States. And here in the mm -hmm. United States, that was all mm -hmm. about the United States. It had nothing whatsoever yes. to do with Israel. Okay, mm -hmm. and Israel is only concerned about what could affect them. The people mm -hmm. in Israel are only worried about mm -hmm. the attack that is coming from Iraq or from, mm -hmm. uh, you know, any other um, country that does not even believe in their right to exist. So, again, I'm yeah. putting this in the perspective of Israel mm -hmm. and a perspective mm -hmm. of when Jesus told the disciples this, he was talking mm -hmm. to Jews about Jews mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. Israel in Israel, from taking the perspective of Israel. Again, mm -hmm. my opinion on that, okay? Mm -hmm. So let's go back to Scripture again here. Mm -hmm. Okay, see that you're not troubled, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. For nation will rise against nation. Remember now, this is Israel's perspective. He's mm -hmm. looking, he's looking mm -hmm. outward from mm -hmm. Israel here, and he's saying nation will rise against nation, not Israel, okay, mm -hmm. but other mm -hmm. nations against nation, kingdom against kingdom, same thing. It's an emphasis mm -hmm. on nation and kingdom. And there mm -hmm. will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places, okay, now mm -hmm. these would be places that would be known to the Jewish people, known to mm -hmm. uh, Israelis, mm -hmm. but not mm -hmm. necessarily in the United States of America, Okay, but mm -hmm. this, this could be from anywhere in uh, the areas around Israel that Israel would be mm -hmm. made aware of. And if you say, well, how mm -hmm. could Israel be made aware of something? Well, they were made aware of um, uh, things that were going on in Egypt, right? I mean, mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. for instance, if Egypt was going through a famine, that was known to Israel, to, mm -hmm. to people in Israel. Mm -hmm. Okay, so mm -hmm. again, I'm taking this from a perspective of being mm -hmm. in Israel. All right, mm -hmm. now, uh, Terry, you got mm -hmm. about 30 seconds on that, and then you got your two minutes right behind that. So go right ahead. You can address that one and then roll right on into your uh, two minutes with Terry. Okay. Uh, the various places we talked about that uh, in the King James, it's diverse. Mm -hmm. And we've talked about that, about there are diverse earthquakes that are not connected. And Jesus said that would be the truth. The earthquakes would not be connected various places. That gives us a wider perspective in terms of recognizing people saying, oh, well, that's over there. That doesn't count. No, it all counts. And let's go on with the uh, there, uh, let's see here, we're back at young men, likewise exhort to be sober-minded. In a time like this, that's important. In all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works. In doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned, that he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say to you. 
exhort servants to be obedient unto their own masters, please them well in all things, not answering again, not purloining, but showing good fidelity that they may adorn the doctrine of God our Savior in all things. For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people zealous of good works. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. Each group named is prodded to be looking for that great blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Why looking? John tells us in John, First uh, John three three, every man that has this hope in him purifies himself, even as he is pure. Hope more clearly translated anticipation, which purifies. We believe as it is daily activated, even as Jesus is pure. Purity includes all actions. For example, not purloining. That means to secretly steal something while in a trusted position. So whatever sin we are battling with, cultivating a daily anticipation of Jesus' shout, after all, James declared, Jesus is even now at the door, preparing to come and get us the day that must be called today. We can be battling with our daily cultivation of anticipating Jesus' shout. Maranatha, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Amen. Okay, uh, Terry, I'm going to go right back to Matthew 24 yeah. again. Okay, and mm-hmm. we're going to pick up in, uh, let me see here. Put this up on screen. We're going to start in uh, verse okay. 9. Okay, mm-hmm. um, do you have that up there where you can see it? Because if you do, I'll let you I can it. see it. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Then they will deliver you up. Amen. They will deliver you up to the tribulation and kill you. And you will be hated by all nations of my name's sake. And then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. And because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all all the world as a witness to all the nations and then the end will come okay now again if you look at this from an israeli perspective it takes on a bit of a different um impact i guess than Mm -hmm. than what i have uh, ever dealt with before I focused on verse 9 for a long time because it said, then they will deliver you up to tribulation. Notice it doesn't say through. It says up to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. so um, now that I have always interpreted to be for those that believe in Jesus Christ. The disciples would have believed in Jesus, all except for, of course, for the traitor, right? But mm-hmm. but they would have believed in Jesus Christ. So mm-hmm. I I put them in the same category as all Christians deliver you up to mm-hmm. tribulation. Okay. Not mm-hmm. through it. Kill you and mm-hmm. you'll be hated. You will be hated by all nations in my name's sake. Mm-hmm. If you don't see the hatred of Jesus Christ appearing all across the world, then you're not paying mm-hmm. any attention to the news because Christianity mm-hmm. is under attack. We just talked about mm-hmm. a church that's talking, um, you know, a complete um, denomination that is talking mm-hmm. about eliminating Christianity. Okay, that's you, <laughs> yeah. you, you can't talk about more hatred than that, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. And, said, yeah. and many will be offended. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Now then, mm-hmm. do you think we've seen some offense in the world over the past uh, mm-hmm. six years? Yeah, a little about bit, the last right? few weeks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. And that goes double in Israel <laughs> right now. Think about all those yeah. people that are in the street oh, protesting, yes. protesting day after yeah. day after day. Okay. Yeah. And they're being offended. And some are, it mm-hmm. says, will betray one another. How mm-hmm. many Israelis mm-hmm. are betraying each other right now? Mm-hmm. Okay. And mm-hmm. how many in that region are, uh, are mm-hmm. doing the same thing? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and they will hate one another. Well, yeah, that that goes. Mm-hmm. You know, any now it seems like if you say something, somebody disagrees with, you're going to be hated immediately. That's just the way it way, the way yeah. it works. Yeah. Okay. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. You were talking about one just a minute ago, Terry, mm-hmm. about a, a, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I forget what you call him, a priest or whatever. That um, yeah, you know, I, I'm so oh, you know, the, there's been a, yeah the rabbi yeah yeah there's been a bunch of them. Okay, and mm-hmm. yeah, they have risen up and yes they have deceived mm-hmm. many mm-hmm. and because lawlessness mm-hmm. will abound okay you got people in the mm-hmm. streets burning down stuff you got the, you got the mm-hmm. fake news left and mm-hmm. right considering mm-hmm. itself mainstream mm-hmm. news mm-hmm. but in fact being mm-hmm. fake news okay mm-hmm. and the love of many will grow cold for the first time mm-hmm. we know that there is fewer and fewer people actually believing in christianity unless of course you go to mm-hmm. iran the fastest growing church mm-hmm. in the world is coming out of iran yeah. right now Okay. Praise the but Lord. Amen. Even in Israel, even in Israel, mm-hmm. the faith is just not there. Where was God mm-hmm. during the uh, mm-hmm. Holocaust? That's the big. Mm-hmm. That's the big thing there, right? Yeah. But he who endures to the end shall be saved. Now he's talking about here. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, this is a very mm-hmm. important verse. But he who yeah. endures to the end will be saved. In my opinion, mm-hmm. he is talking to Jews in Israel, who do not believe in Jesus Christ at the time of the rapture. That's who I interpret. That's my personal opinion. Okay? He endures until the end shall be saved. Mm -hmm. So if you don't take the mark of the beast, Mm -hmm. and you go through the tribulation period, and you endure to the end, and mm-hmm. at the end, when the Jews call out for Jesus, you shall mm-hmm. be saved. That is mm-hmm. how I read this from a Jewish yeah. perspective, from someone mm-hmm. in Israel. Okay, mm-hmm. and the and then uh, verse fourteen, and this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in mm-hmm. all the world as a witness to all nations, all nations. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the end will come. And if you look yeah. at if you look at all of the, uh, I'll, I'll even I'll even use the Chinese TikTok, okay. But yeah. you, you you look at you look at TikTok, you look at YouTube, you look at Facebook, uh, you look at Twitter, mm-hmm. um, you look at podcasts worldwide. Mm-hmm. The word of Jesus Christ is being preached in all the world. And this is something yeah. that is new. This is something that is happening during mm-hmm. this generation, which mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. Uh, contend is the last generation. Mm-hmm. Harry, your comment to all of that. And if you need scripture back up on screen, you just let me know. Okay. Uh, yeah, no. Um, and the thing is, uh, my goodness, with the proliferation of communications, uh, getting into, as an example, the Internet, uh you know, my goodness, yes, uh, it, the gospel is being preached. We must remember 
Prophecy tells us that even after the rapture, God is going to have angels flying across the sky in, in the book of Revelation, uh, proclaiming the gospel. Uh, and so it's going to be preached right on after we, when we leave. It doesn't mean that's over and they're never going to hear it again. They're going to hear it in more powerful ways than we ever heard it with the right. angels doing. So this is going to go right on to the very end. So this, you've got a picture of exactly what's going to take place. And again, it emphasizes, as you pointed out, enduring until the end. There's right. no enduring in the uh, prophecy of the rapture. It's anticipating. <laughs> so right. we've got to two different orders there. So anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the whole show, the whole newscast was put together in the first place, trying to locate that last individual to accept Christ before the rapture of the church that we, both, we both know beyond any doubt whatsoever mm -hmm. that Jesus Christ will, in fact, come back as he promised us that he would. And Terry, uh, in the next show, I'm going to let you go hog wild with rapture stuff. Okay, I'm, I mean, okay. basically, I'm going to turn you loose with it. I know we're going to go to okay. Thessalonians a lot, okay? Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. and, you know, and, and you can rattle off a few more if you want to, but I mm -hmm. know that sure. we're going to, I want to go deep into it because I feel mm -hmm. like that the rapture is, well, anytime now, anytime, mm -hmm. because everything mm -hmm. that's been spoken of in the Bible points to it. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. if you take the entire Bible in perspective, I don't see how you can miss it. I mean, that, again, that yeah. is my personal mm -hmm. opinion mm -hmm. only. Okay, mm -hmm. just my opinion. But um, anyway, I believe it's biblical. I believe I have a biblical yeah, absolutely. opinion. Okay. Yeah. Um, now, speaking of wars and the like, again, mm -hmm. from the perspective of Israel, let's not worry about too much what's going on in Russia and the Ukraine. The sure, only thing that I'm sure. worried about is Russia and the Ukraine is when Russia finally defeats mm -hmm. the Ukraine, and they will, in mm -hmm. my opinion. Mm -hmm. That just gives them a, mm -hmm. a faster track toward Israel when mm -hmm. they come down for the Gog and Magog War, right? Mm -hmm. Now, yeah. this Israeli minister, and th this is from the IFP Media Wire, which is actually... This is the Iranian front page. That's where it comes from. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, anyway, Israel's Minister of Military Affairs has stated that Iran is waging a multi-front war of attrition against Israel amid warnings that a broad-scale war is more likely after Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's controversial judicial reforms sparked an internal crisis in the occupied territories. Iran is waging a multi-front war of attrition against Israel. This is Yosef Gallant claimed that Tehran was continuing its attempts to establish itself on the northern front and at the same time sending its proxies to the West Bank and Gaza Strip. The minister added mm -hmm. the Israeli military has acted and will continue to act in all arenas in overt and covert operations along the border, across the border, and even far from the border. Israel is seen mm -hmm. from the outside as a torn society, gradually losing its ability to function, the think tank said in a statement that echoed the remarks of one of, of its fellows, former Major General Yaakov Amador, last week. Israel's mm -hmm. enemies are gaining confidence and expect the internal conditions in the Jewish state 
to lead to self-destruction. What do you think about that? No, it's not in the Bible. Uh, they'll actually put up a really incredible fight uh, leading right up to the very end when Jesus comes back. Mm -hmm. And uh, I believe it says something like one-third of Jerusalem will have been overtaken uh, by that point, and it's going to be looking very bleak. And boom, there from the eastern sky, here comes Jesus. Amen. And we'll be with him. So. And we'll be with him. You got that right. Okay. Yeah. Um, last news item here, but right on topic. Iran will destroy Tel Aviv, Hoffa, at the slightest Israeli action. Now, this is the um, Iranian army, or the Iranian president, I should say, the Iranian mm -hmm. president, Ibrahim Rassi. Um, mm -hmm. And this is being reported by the uh, Jerusalem Post. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, Iranian President Abraham Rossi and military commanders wa uh, are watching the, the situation. It says Iran will destroy Haffa and Tel Aviv if, a if Israel takes the slightest action against mm -hmm. it. Now, that's Iranian President Abraham Rossi. Um, he said mm -hmm. the extra regional and American forces should leave the region as soon as possible because it is in their own interest and in the interest of the region. The extra regional and American forces should leave. He said that the Iranian army is well equipped and up to date. So he is calling. Uh, he's he's saying that you know Israel does anything, they move in any way. Mm -hmm. that, they, that Iran mm -hmm. is ready to pull the trigger, and here comes the mm -hmm. Gog and Magog war, in my opinion. Or maybe, mm -hmm. uh, maybe it's Eric Seckelbeck's uh, uh, war from the north that finally mm -hmm. leads to the Gog Magog war. I don't know. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, if the rapture does not occur uh, after we end this broadcast tonight, then hopefully <laughs> we'll be back next time. Uh, if it, uh, you know, if we leave in the rapture, I hope that this survives, and I hope that you realize what happened, and that you will accept yeah. Jesus Christ Amen. as your Lord and Savior. Now then, we will be back again, I hope, unless, of course, that rapture does occur. But until then, please read your Bible and get ready for the ride of your life. Until next Amen. time, Terry. Thank you, Jesus. Everybody, God bless you. Amen. Thanks again for joining us today for The Last Christian Radio Show. And be sure to tune in every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday right here on Revelation Radio. And don't forget to join us every Wednesday evening at 7.30 p.m. Central for The Last Christian Podcast, now available on all major podcast platforms and at www.lastchristian.net. Until the trumpet sounds.